Serving Northumberland County as a not-for-profit, volunteer-run community radio station, this is CFWN-FM, Northumberland 89.7. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests of Reality Realty are not necessarily the views or opinions of Northumberland 89.7-FM. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult a professional when buying or selling your home. Reality Realty starts now. Your dial is on 89.7 FM, and I'm Dale Bryant, a real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And at this time each week, we take on, talk about, and interview guests on all things real estate. It's your community real estate forum with a national and international reach, compliments of online streaming and archive podcasts. And joining me this morning is Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. Good morning, Carol Ann. Good morning, Dale. How are you? How am I? Yeah. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I am doing well, thank you. <laughs> Nice to meet you. <laughs> so, oh, so that's how we're starting off the show, are we? Yeah. You're in a bit of a feisty mood. Not really. Okay. Yeah, don't don't take it. I that. was just doing pleasantries. Pleasantries. So, yeah. this yeah. morning's show. Yes. We're doing first-time home buyers. All about. Yes. First-time home buyers. Yes. So this Lots is gonna, of info. Yeah, this is going to be a great show. This is going to be a great reference show for any. New first-time home buyers. Anybody who knows a first-time home buyer, friends, uh, parents, grandparents, uh, this will be a, a great reference show on podcast after today. And we're gonna we're gonna try and fill this hour with key points that will ready first-time home buyers for that journey ahead. So. Caroline, let's begin today's show with Snapshot for November 14, 2019, and it's a look at the residential real estate market here in Northumberland <coughs> County. And there have been 131 single-family residential sales over the past month, and that's up one sale since last week's report. This leaves us with a decreasing inventory of 432 residential listings for sale, and the average selling price of successful sales over the past year is $448,000, and that's up $1,000 since last week's report. The average residential sale price for Coburg over the past year is $472,000, for the town of Port Hope, $452,000, and for the town of Brighton, $408,000. During the past year in Northumberland County, people have received on average approximately 98% of their list price in a market time of 46 days. Northumberland County, we are still in a seller's market with an absorption rate at approximately 30% based on the past month's sales trend, meaning we have a residential home inventory that can satisfy approximately 3.3 months of sales at the rate homes have been selling. 
million dollar sales. We have an inventory of 37 million dollar listings actively for sale in Northumberland County and 20 of million dollar sales have sold over the past year. The average selling price has been 1163000 On average, these million-dollar properties have received 93% of their list price in a market time of 70 days. And I research these Northumberland County statistics and calculate the absorption rate using information from CoreLogic's matrix system. And matrix is a local realtor component of the MLS system. So if you're thinking of buying or selling a home, You'll want this information to be area-specific to the property type you're dealing with and the price band it's in. So talk to your local realtor to understand the Northumberland market information that's most relevant to you. <coughs> mortgage rates, Carol Ann. Do you have mortgage rates for this morning? Yes. Five-year fixed as low as 2.69 percent. Five-year variable as low as prime minus 1%, and prime is currently 3.95%, so that would make your interest rate 2.95%. And uh, restrictions apply to these. Qualification, of course. As always, restrictions apply. Some restrictions apply. Conditions. (coughs) Conditions apply, let's say that. And folks, that is your current snapshot of the residential real estate market and events in Northumberland County. And I'd just like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty or any of the articles presented do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of the station, of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors, of any real estate brokerage or realtor. There simply are views and opinions at this time. So, Caroline, we're looking at first-time home buyers this morning. And let's, I mean we should establish what a first time home buyer is because it's not it's not necessarily as simple as you might think i mean for my purpose for real estate for shopping with people if they're a first time home buyer they're someone who's never bought a house before mm-hmm. pretty simple yeah but we're going to get into some some incentive programs put out by the government and sometimes they have different criteria for a first-time home buyer, don't they? They do, yep. They do indeed. So what what, it, what, what can, and I mean, we'll go through these um, as we go through the different programs, but generally speaking, what, what can they be? So um, one definition is that you have not owned a home anywhere in the world ever or lived in a common law or spousal situation with someone who has owned a home as well, anywhere in the world. Um, Another definition for uh, one of the programs is you um, haven't owned a home in the last five years. Okay. And so these these different definitions uh, apply. That's correct. Okay. So, and, and we'll review those as we, as we get to them. So I'm thinking, let's start off with, um, in the fi- financial realm, let's start off with um, a program called the Home Buyers Plan, or, or some people refer to it as the HBP. 
Can you tell us a little bit about that? And they, they, these are plans for first-time homebuyers. Yep. So this one is allowing you to use your um, RSP towards the down payment of your home. Mm-hmm. And um, you can withdraw funds to use, <coughs> pardon me, towards your um, home up to $35,000 uh, per person. And that can be used towards your down payment. And um, it's tax-free to withdraw that money as long as it's paid back within 15 years. And um, you have to occupy the home as your principal residence within a year after buying or building. Okay. Any any other? So this is up to... $35,000, you say, and, and this is um, money that you can take from your own RRSP. That's right. And use it tax-free. Yeah. You won't be charged anything for using that. M- well, as long as you repay it. As long as you repay it, and you said within 15, 15 years. Yeah. How effective do you think this plan is? Because I'm thinking for uh, first-time home buyers to have... Yeah. Uh, you know, up to $35,000 sitting there, that that would be pretty... I mean, it's not like it's not done, but... It, it's not... Not not many uh, people would have that amount of money. Some people have, you know, just a few thousand dollars, and maybe that's useful to them. But, you know, if you have that kind of money saved up, then that's great, and you, you can take advantage of it. But um, you can also, you know... If you've owned a home before, and I think I said five years, but I think the rule is actually four years. Mm-hmm. I, yes, sorry. Um, if you have owned a home previously and you've been living in it for, you know, whatever, over over four years, um, you are el- eligible to use that program as well if you need to use funds to purchase another home. Right. And, and also, if there are two buyers... They both yes. can use up to their yes. thirty-five thousand limit, can't yep. they? Mm-hmm. So you know a potential seventy thousand, but it's it's your own money. You've tucked it away in an RSP. Yeah, you've uh, been you know pretty responsible, and things have gone well for you, and and you have that, and you don't have to do a whole thirty-five, do you? No, you, if you just it's have, just a max. Yeah, it's a just max maximum amount. amount. So. So a good program for some. Yes. Uh, you know, with the, the change in the qualification rules, with the stress test, there's people that are su- surprised to find out, you know, the, the money they have saved isn't enough. And so if they do have that RSP money, um, that's a good option for them as opposed to, you know, especially if you don't have a family member who can gift you funds for the down payment to help those qualifying ratios come in line. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's something to keep in mind, but if you um, don't think that you're going to be repay, able to repay it back in 15 years, then be aware that you will be taxed on that. Yeah, when the, when the, when the hour strikes, f- that 15 years is up, that's just an automatic, isn't it? Yeah. If you haven't repaid it, it will now become an income and you'll be taxed on it. That's correct. And anybody listening, and we're going to be going over, I think, four different first-time homebuyer incentives. 
And if you if you hear it and you're busy and you think, man, I didn't have a chance to write that down or I might forget it. I have this. If you look up me, Dale Bryant, on online, Dale Bryant Real Estate, um, I have a first-time home buyer page, and all of these programs are on that page with links to get to the actual government sites, and uh, mm-hmm. and it's on that page, compliments of you, yeah. <laughs> providing me the information, and uh, and I'm sure I don't. I should have looked before we came here. Um, does this stuff exist on your site? Uh, yes. And also to be aware, if you're going to use that program, um, there's paperwork that you have to fill out. And some financial institutions require you to have those funds deposited into your account a certain time before closing. So you want to make sure that you've uh, figured that out. You don't want to assume that you can pull it out. You know, well, well, it takes time. You can't just pull it out a couple of days before closing. So uh Plan ahead. Plan ahead. Look look into, um, well, the paperwork's right there. You can see the paperwork for to fill out to withdraw the funds. And um, check with your whoever you're getting your mortgage through um, what the rules are for when you have to have those funds withdrawn. All right. So that's our first financial incentive. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, and this is more to do with, uh, you know, just as a realtor dealing with first-time home buyers, and and a first-time home buyer can be, um, it could be somebody who's younger, maybe they're in their twenties, early thirties, and and they don't have really experience. Maybe they've been renting, mm-hmm. maybe they've been living at family with family, or they've been renting and not been responsible for for doing maintenance or the maintenance budget, or, or maybe they're, they're, they're older. Maybe they've rented for years and years and years, and, uh, and they're more familiar with the things that can go on with a home, but maybe not so much familiar with budgeting for it because right. a, a landlord takes care of that. Uh, one of the things I'd like to say is uh, talk about the home inspection and, uh, and how valuable that is because for I mean, it's valuable for everyone, even previous homeowners, but for uh, especially for a first-time home buyer, because not only is that giving you the condition of the home that you're thinking about, so that you you understand what your immediate budget needs to be, and and you know your your long longer range budget, but it's also providing a bit of a manual for your home if you're not experienced in yes in doing this work and or or calling the right people to have this work done so it, it really provides a baseline and a manual for that and with with a whole lot of insight into what your particular home is about and and I'd also like to mention that you know in some markets like we've experienced some pretty uh fast markets uh very very strong seller markets mm-hmm. in which at which times maybe putting an offer in with a home inspection condition isn't actually going to land you a home it's not an option at, at it, that time it's always an option but it's not it's not an option that will necessarily Secure be successful yeah, unfortunately yeah, but <laughs> we're not in a time like that right now yeah it is still a seller's market but it's not so extreme that uh, you know these conditions can still be placed, 
in offers and and successfully and so um yeah for a first time buyer you know choosing the market where you're getting involved that's also you know a key a key point yeah. to uh to being successful on this venture another another first time home buyer incentive um which is actually called the first time home buyer incentive isn't there there's one labeled that. Yes, you're talking about the new one that the government has implemented. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was uh, that was before the previous election, right? It was yeah, this year. But it, I think it didn't come into effect until September. Yeah. Okay, they talked about it, but it was effective, I believe, September. Yeah, why, why don't you tell yeah, us a little this bit is about a, that? This is um, an interesting program and a controversial program as well. I think, anyways, there's parts mm-hmm. of it I like. There's parts of it that I don't like. Again, um, there's lots of um, ins and outs to this program. It's not just cut and dry, but it's basically a shared equity program. So, if you are a first-time home buyer, mm-hmm. um, you have to have at least five percent down payment uh, yourself. Um. But then you can apply to have the government also contribute 5% down payment if you're um, buying an existing home. uh, um, And and part of this program that is a key point to remember is it's shared equity. So so it's a loan. They're they're giving you this loan um, to help buy the... By the home, you don't have to pay anything towards this 5%. If you don't want to, you can, but you don't have to. Um, It does come due within 25 years or if you sell the home, whichever comes um, first. Right. So so you go and sell the home, and then if if you had 5%, uh, if you opted for them to help you with 5% yeah. of that mortgage, yeah. you would owe 5% of... Yeah, so it's not the original. You, It's not the original. This is the controversial part, I feel. It, so if if they contributed $20,000, let's say, um, and you go to sell the house, it's not $20,000 you owe them. It's 5% of whatever the new value of your property is. So they are taking a portion of your increased equity. Now, if for some reason the value of your home has dropped, um, you you owe the original amount. Oh, you don't owe the original amount. You're shaking your head to yeah. me. Yeah, they, 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 will, they will go with the, uh, with the profit or loss. It's 5% of the market value on there. Oh, sorry. I must have read that wrong this morning yeah. when I was looking at that part. <laughs> that's all right. That Hey, that's why I'm here, right? That's why I'm here to cut, get your back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so so the, the other thing, you mentioned 5%. Now, that's 5% on a resale. Yeah. And, and they'll do... Up to 10 for a new construction. Okay. So if you're buying a new build, they, yeah. you could do... F- but you still could do choose yeah. to only do 5, right? Yeah. yeah. So 5 10. or 10%. So, so interesting thing. So 
any, I mean, I, I have a, a few things down here too. Um, eligibility. Once again, first time home buyer. Right. So you have never purchased a home before. Um, in the last four years, you have not occupied a home that you yourself or your current spouse or common law partner have, have owned. Um, you have to have the down payment. You, you can't, you, you know, that's just the same as the previous one. You have to have, at least have your 5% yep. down. And, and it has to be an owner-occupied home. It can't be a rental. This is not for investment properties. So mm -hmm. you have to, um, it, your intent is to occupy the property. So, um, and, and a limit, a limit for this amount. I, I, I saw online that there was a, um, there was a, a total borrowed is limited to four times your annual income. Um, and, and, and a, a person must earn no more than $120,000 a year. That is correct. So if you do that, if you do that calculation and so you, so you have to run those numbers because that, that still may not work for you. You still may not be able to purchase the house that you want to, to purchase. So most of, um, a good resource for that is the CMHC site, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation. They will they have a cal calculator online there, so you can go in and you can punch in the numbers, so you're not relying on guessing, um, and it will tell you uh, whether or not you qualify for that. So there is a bit of math to be done. Um, the did you we kind of said that it's new new construction and resale. It's also mm -hmm. um, mobile homes as well. Um, they will do. And the residential property is uh, one to four units. So it covers those types of property. Uh, single family homes, semi-detached homes, duplex, triplex, fourplex, townhouses, condominium units. Um, okay, this might seem obvious, but I'm going to say it. The property must be located in Canada. Yeah. And, and um, is suitable and available for full-time year-round occupancy. So we're not doing seasonal properties. And, and reasons, I mean, reasons why you might want the government to be a partner, a partner with you on your mortgage is, is that it's going to re reduce your mo monthly carrying costs. So you're going to need less of a mortgage because they're carrying some of it. And for that, they share in the risk uh, the profit or the loss as far as um, value. The, the, the other thing, Caroline, I notice here is this isn't just um, available for anyone and everyone for always. Uh, th there was a note here that the government will fund up to $1.25 billion yeah, there's over, the next, they have over the next three years. So they have when funds I, set yeah, aside. Yeah. When that gets used up. And it's gone. Over. So um, okay. oh, go ahead, Caroline. Um, I was just going to say that... Um, when we talked about re repayment, so uh, 25 years and when you sell, if you refinance the property, that doesn't trigger the repayment of that loan. Okay. And are we going to break? Because there we was are a point go I wanted to talk to about we that. We are going to go to break. Okay. All, All right. right. We'll, we'll come back and talk to that. Well, folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM's 
uh, truly local radio and join Carol Ann and I after this break. And we are looking at some of the key points that first-time homebuyers will want to know before they start their first-time homebuyer journey. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Nothing Exists Radio Hour, where nothing exists in this moment except you right here, right now. This new conversational show hosted by me, Liz England, aims to push boundaries around topics including the arts, community development, restorative justice, feminism, cannabis, disability, mental health, who we are, and how we exist in the social world. Get weird with a new guest tonight every week by tuning into the Nothing Exists Radio Hour, Friday nights at 8 p.m. on Northumberland 89.7. Truly local radio. When it comes to computers and the internet today, it's hard to know who and what to trust. When something goes wrong, you could call your daughter, your brother-in-law, that kid who mows the lawn, or you could call Computer Solutions, your neighborhood computer professionals. Computer Solutions, located at 208 King Street East in Colburn, is open Monday to Friday from 9 to 5. They have ample parking, but if it's easier, you can arrange to have your system picked up or dropped off right from your door. Call Computer Solutions today at 905-355-3622. Computer Solutions, your neighborhood computer professionals. At Just Brew It, buying coffee is reimagined. Come in today and experience it for yourself. Enjoy a free cup of your favorite brand or try something new. At Just Brew It, we take shopping to the next level, featuring over 500 varieties of coffee, teas, hot chocolates, and more, all available in convenient K-Cups. And if you're feeling hungry, take home some of the decadent, delicious biscotti. It's buying coffee like you've never bought it before. That's Just Brew It, 1040 Division Street, Coburg. And check them out on Facebook. Hello, my name is Shino. I'm from Japan. Northumberland is now my home. And this is Northumberland 89.7, Chori Local Radio. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant and co-host Carol Ann Bryant. And this is Reality Realty's first-time home buyer edition, and we're looking at some key factors to make the first-time home buyer experience successful. So, Carol Ann, before the break, we were we were talking about the first-time home buyer incentive, and yep. you were saying you had you had um, a, an additional point here to make about oh, this. Oh, I was saying that if you uh, refinance your property, it doesn't trigger repayment, but you need to keep in mind that this incentive is registered as a second mortgage on your home. So that could change your the way you would do a refinance. Right. So there could be complications there. So, I mean, it's, it's once again, it's a plan ahead talk to talk to someone like yourself about it and and figure out you know figure out the details and what's going to happen down the road to see if this is the right plan for you correct yeah i mean it's it's a it's a new program we haven't really seen the good and the bad from it yet but uh you really have to evaluate if you want the government to own a piece of your home. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's going to make a difference in your ability to own a home. Yeah. And, it, and it that's... It depends if you, you know... That's renting, a tipping point. Yeah. <coughs> your down payment, um, if you don't have the 5% yourself, 
uh, you can do gifted funds for this program. It doesn't have to be like some programs say you have to have your own resources. Mm-hmm. In this case, you can do uh, gifted funds or you can pull from your your RSP. Um, you just can't do non-traditional sources of down payment like borrow from an unsecured uh, line of credit or, um, you know, a loan that has to be repaid back. That That can't be your source of down payment. All right. Well, I want to move on to something that is realtor uh, associated, uh, something that us realtors run into um, regularly with first-time home buyers. And that is the whole thing about having additional opinions. So a first-time home buyer, I mean, I think we all should have, you know, an extra set of eyes and, and and other people's perspectives when buying a home, even if we're seasoned at doing it, I think there's there's only good to be gained from it. But especially with a first-time home buyer, and and if you're you have a realtor that you have a sense is is looking out for your best interest, which is I would think is almost always the case. Um, a, a good home, a good home inspector, mm-hmm. looking out for your best interests. <clears throat> And, and close friends or family members. Um, what I would suggest is don't do all this shopping for homes and then bring in the family or friend at the end for that final approval. Bring them in from the beginning because you might have looked at a dozen homes and finally you've said, wow, this home with my first-time homebuyer budget right. is the best one we've seen it's me is checking the most boxes is giving us the best <coughs> value for our money but maybe mom or dad or uncle or grandparent or friend you call them in at the end and they and they haven't shopped for a home sure. for a long mm-hmm. time or if they have maybe they're they haven't shopped in that price range so yeah they're gonna look at it and go you couldn't do better, yeah. You know, uh, potentially, and yeah. and then and then they're hesitant because you've just put a whole pile of responsibility on their shoulders. Because if if our girls call me in, I mean, to see a home, if any of them would live locally, <laughs> <laughs> that I don't need a plane yes. to get to, but I mean. The, the extra weight, because now now they're they're calling me in. And, yeah. and I feel like everything, all goodness or badness of the future lies on my shoulders. And yeah. so, y- you know what? Involve that person earlier so that they can be confident, too, that that's the best home for you. And, and they'll understand the market the market you're dealing with not yeah. necessarily the market they'd be dealing with because i think you've had that situation before where the the couple are so excited they think they found the one and then they bring in and 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 the whoever it is starts st- starts to sort of like poke holes in it and you can just see them become <laughs> deflated and yeah. bummed out about about it and, and start to second guess, right? And sometimes and, and many times this happens. And sometimes they work through it and and we move forward on an offer on that and sometimes we don't. And we miss that one yeah. because because we may as well say that's a it's not yeah. the the tenth home we've looked at. We may as well say that's the first home we've looked at because now 
mom or dad, let's say mom or dad. Which is, it's usually mom and dad, right? <laughs> because now, now they've, now they realize, oh my goodness, they were considering buying this home. We need to be involved now yeah. f- here in, which is a great thing. Well, but and also what if mom and dad are contributing funds towards the purchase of that home? Yeah. I That's mean. means they feel like they have a lot more say. And they do. And so they should be involved right off the get go. Absolutely do. And so uh, once again, I recommend those people that are key people that you respect their opinion that need to be involved mm-hmm. or you want them to be involved, get them involved early. Um, and, and then also have a talk because, because maybe mom and dad live in a different, they don't live in a first time home buyer home and they haven't purchased, you know, with as much compromise as you will need to purchase as a first time home buyer. So maybe a talk early on so that they understand, you know. Or they don't live in the area and their market is completely different. Completely different, yeah. I mean, if they live in Toronto, they might be excited about what their children can purchase oh, here yeah. in Northumberland County. <laughs> Stunned and amazed yeah. by the value that yeah. they're receiving. Yeah. And and also, you know, not only for that that other party, the mom or the dad or yeah. the family or friend, to understand the first-time homebuyer's perspective, but for the first-time homebuyer not to be, um, you know, frustrated with with um, mom and dad's thoughts because mm. they need to realize all the experience they're bringing to the table. Yeah. So, yeah, there needs to be a talk and yeah, because there's it, been some interesting discussions you've been a part of, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and when so be proactive about that because when it when it comes to showtime when you're putting in the offer. And you're trying to get an offer in before somebody else does. Yeah. Maybe not the right time to have those discussions or start those discussions. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Another another incentive program here, Carolyn. The first yeah. time home buyer tax credit. Right. What's that all about? You say. What's that all about? <laughs> Um, so that's uh, at income tax time. So when you go to file your taxes, you can um, hand over to your accountant or whoever does your taxes um, the co- the cost to purchase. So so like the closing costs. So your lawyer will give you uh, at the uh, sometime after closing a, a statement of adjustments or trust ledger is called and. There's those two documents, and and in there it shows um, all the fees associated with buying that house. So your legal fees, your disbursement. um, Land transfer taxes. Yeah, which we should have talked about that first, maybe the land transfer tax. Okay, well, Um, there's still plenty of time. Okay. Um, So you just hand that over, and... um, a 15% tax credit will be applied to an amount of up to $5,000, which can translate up to $750 in um, tax relief. So it's a little something. Not a whole lot to get excited about. But, but it's, it's something. It's something. Especially when you've just bought a house yeah. and the first year, maybe your budget's a little bit tight. And, and, and listen, the government is quite happy to take money from us everywhere and anywhere. So get it back. So, so we're talking about possibly up to 
$750 in tax relief with yeah. the home buyer tax credit. Yeah. We were talking about, well, with the uh, first time home buyer incentive program, mm-hmm. if you were to opt into that, that's uh, having, you know, the government take on, uh, you know, 5% of the mortgage or, or up to 10% for a new yeah. build. So that's, that's another thing that you might opt in for, for, for re- relief on on carrying costs and then the first thing we talked about was um, if you're fortunate enough to have some rsps yes and you can borrow from that up yep. to thirty five thousand, and not and and as soon as you take it out it's not um you're not taxed you're not taxed on it it doesn't become part of your income yep. as it normally would be so yep. So yeah, maybe not any one in particular is going to um, floor you with, uh, you know, impressive uh, relief, but maybe a couple of them together mm-hmm. is uh, is going to be good. You want to talk about land transfer tax? You said maybe we should have spoke about that earlier. Oh, um, <clears throat> just because that's part of your closing costs and so as a as a first-time home buyer you can um, be eligible for the government to cover up to four thousand dollars of your land transfer tax and so there's a few um, caveats to this so first-time home buyer again um, in the true sense that you have never owned a home anywhere in the world nor lived with someone who has owned a home, been um, a, been a spouse yeah. or or common law yeah. of someone and yeah. lived there while while they owned a home. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anywhere in the world, how do they the find out? Oh, they, they have their ways. How do you, they find out that you you? Well, oh, yeah, you didn't own a home in. Well, I I believe Japan. Yeah, I, I believe when you do this at the lawyer's office, you have to sign an affidavit yeah. to, to such. So you're signing a legal document. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so what if you are um, someone who has, uh, you know, you're ready to buy a house. You've, you've, never, you've never owned a home. Now, this is not living with mom and dad. If yeah. you've lived with mom and dad, that doesn't It's a spouse or the, common law. Yeah. So you've, you're living with mom and dad. You get into a relationship with someone, and you're ready to buy a house. You've not owned a house, but they have owned a house. Now, you've not lived with them. You're just about ready to move in together or get married and, and move in. Um, then uh, you, 50% of that up to, uh, would apply to you because you have been... In, by the true sense of first-time homebuyer, but your uh, future uh, spouse or partner uh, was not. The same applies if... Um, so then a maximum rebate for that home wouldn't be 4000 It no, would be 2000 Yeah. Okay. So um, the same applies if um, you have a cosigner, if you require a cosigner to purchase the home, and that cosigner uh, is not a first-time homebuyer, then it is uh, split up again. And if you have, this is where this, you know, you want to get legal advice on this too. So you are uh, purchasing a home and mom and dad are co-signing. Well, depending on how the interest is set up in that home, then that $4,000 is maybe now one third. You, you get one third of that now because you have two people that 
that have owned a home. So um, just be aware of that. And another another little detail I, I noticed was um, when you buy that home, you have to live in it within the next nine months yes. of purchase. Yes. Nine months of purchase. So an example of that is um, if if the full $4,000 is uh, rebatable, that uh, – that in dollar terms for a purchase, that would be the first $368,000 would be free of land transfer tax. So if you had a home $368,000 or less, there'd just be nothing that goes on. If your home is worth more than $368,000, then you would pay it and there would be a refund for the 4000 yeah. And also, if you're in a situation where you are a Canadian citizen and you're uh, about to uh, marry someone or move in with someone who um, it has, is not a Canadian c- citizen yet, um, that person, if they're going through the process of becoming a Canadian citizen, has up to 18 months. Um, if they become a Canadian c- citizen within 18 months of that home being purchased, they can apply for that refund. Mm-hmm. So or... They have or if you're just permanent residents. I mean, it's Canadian citizen or permanent residents. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, all right. So that is another one. And we're going we're gonna to take, we're at break time. We're going to go into our last segment of uh, key points for first-time home buyers. So, folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's truly local real estate talk. Join Carol Ann and I, and we'll continue our discussion right after this break. These days, it can be a puzzle where you can turn to to get the news from your own backyard. This is Cecilia Naismith, and I'm helping you find out. Northumberland 89.7 takes pride in being your truly local news source. Tune in for the scoop on what's happening near you on the air and in more detail on our website. We report the stories, and we also go beyond the headlines and talk with the people who make things happen. You deserve to be well-informed. Let Northumberland 89.7 be your go-to source for local information. Whether you're looking for the latest in televisions, audio equipment, headphones, or just accessories for your existing system, we have it all at Showtime. Showtime also installs ExploreNet for your internet needs, and we carry Shaw receivers, PVRs, and remotes. It's Showtime TV and Stereo, 20 Strathy Road in Coburn. Don't forget, at Showtime TV and Stereo, we price match. Shop local, shop Northumberland, shop Showtime. For over 65 years, the knowledgeable staff at Somerville Sporting Goods and Somerville's Leisure Wear in downtown Coburg have been helping Northumberland County with all their sporting needs. Our sporting goods store has everything you need for team wear, hockey, soccer, baseball, biking, downhill and cross-country skiing, and more. We have a complete cresting department to assist with design and outfitting your team, school or business. Our Leisure Wear store has an extensive offering of athletic footwear, Birkenstock swimwear, as well as ski and leisure wear. Somerville's. 65 years in downtown Coburg. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And our co-host this morning is Carol Ann Bryant. And Carol Ann is a mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. And this is Reality Realty's first-time homebuyer edition. And we're looking at some key factors to make the first-time homebuyer experience successful. Mm-hmm. Carol Ann... Yep. I just wanted to get into uh, first-time homebuyers and more than just looking at the house that they're interested in buying and more than just 
figuring out what incentive programs, financial incentive programs are available to them. But some thoughts, some thoughts about um, maybe maybe the obvious, maybe not the obvious. And one of those is taking a look at where, where they are with their jobs and career and thinking about and, and where they are in their life as a, fi- as a person, as a family. You know, do they have a job that could move them around? Mm-hmm. And then are they, they, they should be asking themselves, you know, how, how long is this home for? Because that's going to get into the financing. Right. Right. What kind of term they take. But it's also going to get into, because some first time home buyer, first time home buyer homes can look a little unique because there can be a little compromise in order to be affordable. Right. But they should be looking at, do we are we purchasing if we think we're not here for all that long are we purchasing something that's saleable to somebody else or are we just unique individuals buying this and mm-hmm. because you you had a you had a stat for me um earlier this morning about length of time people are tend to be in their homes yeah so uh statistically like a little over three years people tend to move or refinance and that's 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 people who think they're necessarily staying for longer because one of the questions i ask always is is this a home you plan to stay in for five years or longer because most people just gravitate towards a five-year term Mm -hmm. because it just seems to be what everybody thinks but in, in, in some cases, people say to me, yes. And some people say, well, no, you know, this we, we could potentially move in the next couple of years or something. Then I say, well, then perhaps we don't want to do a five-year term. Perhaps we want to do a two-year term because then you're not going to incur a large penalty if you break your mortgage. So it's good to have these um, thoughts about about the future, right? I mean, you can't predict the future, but things happen. Um, another one would be, um, are you planning on starting a family? And if so, then you're going to go down to your income is going to change, uh, for a short while or maybe Mm -hmm. for a long while. So are you buying this house based on both your incomes? Mm -hmm. Then that could cause a lot of stress down the road. And if, if you're younger people and you're planning on a family, are you buying enough home for a family? Yeah, there's that. And, and, and a couple, couple, you know, ways to think about this is, are you buying the most economical home that suits you today? Because it seems like the prudent and, and responsible thing to do. But maybe you're only three, four years away from, you know, starting a family. And then will all of a sudden you need to be, need to be upgrading your home. Mm-hmm. And, and so the money you saved... I mean, it costs a lot of money to move. So you're going to get into real estate fees again, lawyer fees, more land transfer uh, tax fees, uh, uh, moving expenses. So is is it actually saving you more money to buy that home for the future today if you could at all afford it? Yeah, so part of what I think is a really good thing, and I I recommend it to first-time homebuyers, is to, if you don't already have a budget, do a budget, do a pro- projection of of buying that home, like this the home you like, 
plug in all the numbers for the mortgage, the property taxes, um, the maintenance, know, maintenance, like put in, there's, there's budgets you can get online that will walk you through all that and, and take a look in black and white, what it's actually going to cost you for that home. Because, you know, we have qualification ratios, right? So those ratios tell us that this person can purchase a home up to X amount of dollars. Well, that's at your top budget. That means a good portion of your income is going to cover your mortgage and your property taxes. And we do a standard component for heating, which is not the actual price of heating the home. So do you want to live that way? Um, are you willing to give up some things in your life to, 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 to live that way, to get that particular home? Or or not. Maybe you say, no, we really value being able to go on vacation once or twice a year. So now we're going to adjust our expectations and let's lower the, the um, purchase price that we're looking at. So I think it's really, uh, really essential that you sit down and you, and you do that budget and take a look at, because like you said, if you've been renting or if you've been living with mom and dad, um, you can't really necessarily understand some of the expenses involved in owning a home and some of the things that might come up in a home you can't just ignore if your roof starts to leak you can't just say oh well we'll get to that next year when i get a raise no that it needs right? to be done immediately so these yeah. are all things and to hopefully you didn't wait until then hopefully you were a little proactive once again and and you fix that roof a year or two or three before it actually needed it. Like why? Why play? Well, if it's unexpected, I mean, we we I can't remember if it was our first or our second house, or maybe it was our first and our, our second no, house. No, our, our our second home, but we just. Well, I'm talking about the furnace. All of a sudden, oh. the furnace went on us. Yeah, and that was our it, second that home, was unexpected, yeah. and so. That you know? home was full of unexpected. Yeah, that home was full of unexpected once the people moved but all their furniture out and we saw what they were hiding underneath their furniture. Yeah, and once all the air fresheners yes. Oh, yes. Uh, ran dry and yeah. we smelt the place. Mm -hmm. and, but way back then, that was before home inspections exactly. were, were the thing to do. So there we were with, you know. Leaky roof, failed furnace. Yeah. Stench from pets using oh, yeah. the the crawl space as their yeah. laboratory yeah yeah that was bad that was bad uh and 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 had we were we were young and we 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 didn't have the experience and sad to say we didn't have a realtor who was on our side because we saw that there had been some leaking in that house and we asked the realtor about it and that realtor was not looking out for our best interest. So, it, yeah, I it's don't, I don't want, I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> it's but in the past, but it is important to work with someone who you can trust and who is ethical. Yeah, we didn't, ha we didn't have that. I mean, it all worked out in the end, but it was just unfortunate at the time. Yeah, uh, another smart thing to do for a first-time home buyer is to say, you know, you're buying a fir uh, a first home you might be buying a home with opportunity to improve the equity. Yes. So uh, what a great time, even if you didn't help dad or mom around the house, even if you don't have the skills yet, you can start to gain those skills 
once you become a homeowner. Uh-huh. I mean, YouTube will take you a whole long ways yep. on how to do things. And just with a little bit of of energy mm-hmm. and, and drive and willingness to learn, uh, a, f- a first-time home buyer home is maybe the perfect place to start uh, learning skills. and But be realistic, too. Yeah, I mean, you might see all sorts of places where that home can improve and improve your equity, but be realistic. Do you actually have the time for it? And and yes, you can gain skills, but does this particular home need skills that you're just not going to gain that quickly? So Well, yeah. and your realtor um, should be able to help you too at that point, like say, yeah, these are the things maybe you want to focus on that will help you gain your gain the equity. And this is stuff that, you know, might be nice for you, but it's not going to increase your value a whole lot. And it might be nice for you, might be necessary for yeah. this home, but still the, the payback isn't, um, you know. Dollar going, for dollar. Yeah, isn't going to be grand. Yeah. But, but really and truly, if you don't do it, what's going to happen to this home is, is awful. Yeah. So there's some things you need to do. And, and when you're doing the budget, I mean, even commuting, because as a first time home buyer, maybe your job is in this community, but affordability, you just need to be outside of this community. Yes. And so when you're doing your budget, think about the additional, um, commute, the gasoline, the wear and tear on a vehicle, Mm. uh, a lot of things to consider there. Um, We've t- we've talked about this so many times, but just so we won't get into detail about this, but um, the pre-approval. Oh yes, it's what, essential. What can uh, you say about obviously, that? Obviously, I believe it's essential. It just just gather up your documentation. I mean, I've talked about this so many times on the show. Your your proof of your income, proof of your down payment. Get to a mortgage broker or a f- your bank, and and sit down and have that that pre-approval done and not a pre-qualification i'm talking a pre-approval where they've looked at your documentation they've checked your credit bureau they've ran the numbers and they say to you yes you're good to go to look at homes up to this amount that just relieves so much stress off of you and and takes out that that disappointment of you getting your heart set on a home putting an offer in and being told you can't buy that home. Yeah. yeah because it's, it's a simple thing y- to do. You look at a certain price range and you have it in your head that, oh, yeah, this is what how we'll live. Yeah. And then you find out, whoa, price range just went substantially yeah. down. Yeah. And, and the other thing is if you just find out you can't afford the home that you're looking for right today, a good, a good mortgage broker or mortgage agent or person, the financial person, um, won't just say... It's a, you know, yes or no. Uh, they'll help you to say, yeah, hey, let's develop this, a plan. Yeah, this is what yep. has gotten in your way this time, but this is what you can yeah, do. Maybe it's a credit issue. You know, I've yeah. done I've done that. I've worked with buyers and, and we've come up with a plan and it's it's a no, a no for this moment, but not a no, a no never. Yeah. It's, it's so. And then you might see them in a year. Yeah, maybe it, two years. Like, and, don't stick and your head in the different. sand. Just, yeah. just get, get down there and yeah, don't and give get, up. Get, get it figured out, and and then it just takes a whole lot of stress off of off of everybody in it, and and it has to be a true pre-approval. 
Not not a pre-qualification. Not not that thing on your phone that gets advertised on TV. You can you can find out if you can buy a home in 30 seconds. Well, that's not a pre-approval. That's just plugging in some numbers. Yeah. Those things are not beneficial Caroline, to most people. Can you are tell me <laughs> can you can well we're we're, we're pretty done. much done but I I just yep. want you to tell me the difference between a co-signer and a guarantor oh. because some sure. first-time home buyers need, need a little bit of help. Yep. From family or, yeah. yeah. Uh, it basically, in a nutshell, a guarantor is uh, on the mortgage, but not on title of the property. So they're using the person's income. So so you're still responsible uh, if you're a parent and you're a guarantor. You're responsible for that mortgage if your child stops paying it. Um, co-signer, you're actually on title of the home. Um, and and you and the lawyer usually sets it up that maybe you have a one percent interest in that in that home, but if you're going to be a cosigner, talk to a lawyer, uh, figure out all the facts because there are some implications to you as being a cosigner on a home. Well, Caroline, thank you. Well, our hour is up. Thank you for joining me on this first time home buyer uh, topic. And how can somebody get in contact with you if they'd like more information? 289-251-2948 is my cell. All right. And folks, if you have any questions or comments about today's show or for any real estate questions, feel free to contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And don't forget to join me next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, Truly Local Radio. Until next week, folks.